Welcome to the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens. I couldn't help but play that clip at the uh, beginning of the show. SVG, we'll be talking about him. We've been practicing his name. Shane Van Gisbergen. Van Van Vibberg. Kenny's got it down pat. Uh, Man, big upset win in Chicago this weekend. Plus, in my opinion, one of the best nights of racing at New Smyrna and probably the Best, I mean, an instant classic for the Superstocks this past Saturday night on the high banks. All kinds of good racing to talk about. Uh, we got NASCAR, New Smyrna around the state, and much, much more. So what I'll tell you now, grab a drink, buckle in. We got a lot to talk about. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens. And with me today in studio, once again, driver of the number 80 Bomber B, Mr. Kenny, a.k.a. Skinny Roth. What's going on, Skinny? Happy 4th, man. Um, yes. It we are is, recording uh, on the fourth. Yeah, so you'll probably hear the uh, explosions and stuff because it's about to rain. So I think everybody's just going to start blowing stuff up now. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's good to be here. It is a uh, tu- Tuesday. Yeah. It is a Tuesday. Yep. Hey, we're on we're on normal schedule. We don't let the holidays get in the way of our podcasting when we have so much good stuff to talk about and busy schedules the rest of the week. So Dude, the sponsors got to pay double time and a half uh this week um yeah i'll just charge them for two episodes it's fine <laughs> uh but no uh thank you to all of our sponsors we got a great group of sponsors many of them paid through the year many of them paid for so many episodes it's made me uh, it's made running the ads quite easy because i just copy and paste each week and put them in there and very thankful for all that support of course uh sponsorship available if anyone wants to hop on board five dollars an episode um you can sponsor the show with your company you can just be a supporter of the show um, you know, if you just want to get your name out there, we you just are tell Ryan, you got a crush on him. That's it. We are the, uh, li- listen, this is the leading central Florida racing podcast. Um, there's a bunch of Facebook shows and online stuff, but this is the, this is the best podcast to just put on in the car or as Brendan Monroe does put on at your family dinner and let her rip. So we talk, um, about the race that we go to, we talk NASCAR and then we take a look at what went down around the state and talk about uh, news and whatever else we feel like. So uh, buckle in for this uh, holiday edition of the podcast. So what, what did you think of New Smart on Saturday? Of course, you, I, I saw you obviously racing, and I saw you running around the pits doing your thing, taking pictures, uh, getting all your content up there. So you had a busy night. Yeah, I had fun. Uh, Rick's son was uh, racing, yep. so uh, they're with the group of people that park up on the hill. So they were up on the hill and I understand Rick had to go with his son. So he was up there. So I was just hanging out down at the, uh, uh, my normal area. Cause I like to be down there and I can go around and take pictures and see all my friends that are down there. So I just hung out down there and, uh, took the car out for the first practice, did a little work on it on the month that we didn't race. It felt like it seemed like it's been a month. Hasn't it about, since you guys raced for sure yeah so so i did a little work on it and i was just expecting it to be on par with what it was but it seemed a little bit better than than it was a little bit more racy so i went and had fun and uh had a good night and gained a little bit of confidence back in myself uh with racing and uh overall had a good night you definitely were in the middle of a couple of things you i think did you go around in the heat as well no, I didn't no, spin it's a, in the heat. Uh, two, the two spins in the feature yeah, thing, correct? Yeah, one more, and I was going to get black flagged. <laughs> that uh, that one that you spun out on the restart right in the middle of the field, I still don't know how they all missed you. 
Yeah, that was uh, crazy. Well, I know uh, Lucas. He bumped me a little bit, and he said that I got he's got white paint on his car, and I got black paint on my car. So he bumped me a little bit, but it's just racing. I mean. I gotta fix my uh, left mirror because it shakes a little bit too much, and I can't. You gotta turn it. the music down. Yeah, <laughs> too <laughs> no, too I much double turn, bass going on. I gotta turn the stupid uh, squeaking. That's why you don't see my in cars anymore. I got this obnoxious squeak in my car after really? the first race. Something I don't know. Me being an idiot. You get a belt? Bumping. No, it's a uh, it's something in my body, and it's just rubbing somewhere. And I haven't now that we got this little time off. I'm gonna. Uh, take some stuff apart and look at it and because it's just this obnoxious one little area goes the whole time oh, that's fun. I, don't, I don't hear it while i'm racing because it's so loud but my camera i guess that's all you hear yeah in the it's camera. Just, you'll hear it and it goes and it gets louder and i thought it was a wheel bearing or anything but it's not my wheel bearings so weird just yeah. a, it's like a um what do, you, what do you call that? Our harmonic vibration when you're up to speed. Yeah, it's obnoxious, and the tires are all knobby and everything from racing and everything. So you got that little automatic. Yeah, so yeah. it's just, it's. But I had fun. I mean, I got in a mix of it a little bit here and there, and actually, I had probably the most fun I had was me and Jim racing for last place because we were just so equal, and I would get him. He'd be like, "Oh, here he comes," and I'd get it. I'd dive on him on the corner and ride we'd ride around and he'd get me he just had a little bit more power to me and i could hear him i'm letting off and he's going and everything and then i'd catch back up to him and then so that was that was so much fun riding with him and then i seen uh shane get wrecked or not shane uh frank get wrecked yep and uh we just hung out in the front for a little bit and i can't and i got these earbuds that uh they take away all the noise that uh noise reduction and everything so i can't hear nothing and people are trying to talk to me and everything and i'm just like (laughs) and i can't pull them out because if i pull them out you can't get them back in yeah i gotta take my helmet off and Uh. everything so i'm just sitting there just looking at days and like my car if i shut my car off i didn't want to just sit there and idle because it's just better just let cool off a little bit and everything so i shut it off well when i shut it turn it back on it always pulls up a check engine light so it's just it's i guess diagnostic for the uh o2 sensors and all that stupid stuff because yeah we're not running like economy pollute we're polluting i guess you could oh, say whatever it's a yeah, race car so, so i had i can't Ain't no reach, different than I the can't private jets my, uh, on off switch unless i unbuckle and i didn't want to really unbuckle because then i gotta buckle back in real fast so i'm just like trying to get my switch to switch on and off so i'm trying to tell and i can't reach out my window and i'm like trying to tell them i'm telling uh some of the spears people hey can you go tell them i need a switch they're like he needs a toe i was like i don't need a toe <laughs> i was like don't push me i was oh, like man. push me i was like i don't even know if i'm in neutral you might break my transmission lord yeah so it was fun eventful night but i came away with a uh, seventh on the track and six in tech so i guess it's a good day yeah. i mean what, what do you think of the turnout 16 cars that's one of the biggest fields they've had for bomber bees yeah i mean i like it and there's a couple people that didn't come that i thought were going to be there the megan um uh, yeah megan wasn't there yeah. uh Leroy's selling his car yeah, again. Leroy's done, so we'll, we'll probably not see him back. And but Megan, I know they posted it a couple days ago. That, yeah, trying to make it. Yeah, so, but then they, I think there was a death in the family, or they had a friend oh, pass okay. away, so that might have changed oh, their plans. Okay, I understand. That's, um, that's understandable. Good to see a couple new cars. Eric Kotwitz was out there. Jason Scroverin, yeah. who 
was kind of a surprise. And I went back and looked at the Bomber B registrations mm. on my race pass, and he registered like oh. two months ago. So oh, okay. they just don't have the right tires. So yeah, they're just running what Vicks it. it that just pretty much uh, him getting disqualified made a bunch of them go. Oh, I ain't gonna come over there. Yeah, so, but I, I mean, it's funny. Um, went down to interview him, and it was an exciting race. Um, obviously, with Frank and Ben battling for the lead, then then Frank hitting the wall, and which we'll, we'll talk about because I talked to Frank a little bit here this week. And uh, when that wreck happened, it kind of opened the door for some new players to get up in there. Aaron led a few laps, and then Jason Scroveren comes out of nowhere, and he's got the lead. And go down there and interview him, and I, I figured, look, they they showed up. I'm sure they're they're fine, but. You always wonder about that new car that shows up. And as I'm done with the interview, one of his crew guy goes, yay, let's go get DQ'd now. So it's like they knew. Wow, they they okay. knew. They, they, they already knew. They, yeah, they, okay. they were there to race. They were there to get their picture. And they knew. Well, so I don't know. Knew. I didn't know none of that. So yeah. I don't know if they're upset. That. I don't know. Listen, I don't go and read the group chatter on on Facebook anymore because whoever doesn't win – all the rest of the guys are going to go bitch about something. So I just don't read it anymore. Cause it's like, it's a race guys. Things are going to happen. Um, but yeah, one of his crew guys literally goes, Hey, let's go get DQ'd now. So they obviously knew that something, um, I, at the time I took it tongue in cheek. And then when it came across the radio that he was DQ'd, I was like, well, damn, I saw that one coming. So, um, hell of a race though. The first uh, few laps, uh, you spun out a couple times, brought out some cautions, um, didn't hit anything. What what happened the first time? You were behind Brandon, and he uh, was, was having trouble a, all day. It was just a wet track. There was a lot of fluid, and there was just a lot of gunk. Yeah, it was a few cars uh, leaking fluid. I mean, these cars are not meant to run as hard as we do, so it's just going to happen. Heat of the day, yeah. And uh, there might have been fluid from other races. You never know. Yeah, everybody's any race Spitting cars something. Yeah, out. so it was just. And then I'd made some changes on the car and just getting used to it, and I was probably driving hard and got loose and went around. I was glad I didn't hit nothing that time. That was that was uh, pretty nerve-wracking when you're spinning around and you're just like, I hope you don't hit nothing. And you didn't, thankfully. Yeah. So I got good back brakes, spinning backwards brakes, I guess. We had um, a couple of big moments with the, the biggest moment. First of all, we had a great race for the lead between Tony Bromley, Ben Say, and Frank Button. Frank Button was leading much of the race. Ben Say with a little V6 cruising through the corners. Uh, getting pulled down the straightaways, but it's like a yo-yo effect back and forth. He was able to drive up there and battle Frank. And um, with about four to go, Frank comes off two pounds. The outside wall comes down the track as he's trying to gather the car back under control. It made it sound like he took out Ben Say after he hit the wall, but he was, you know, in the collateral damage of the crash, he took out Ben Say. He collected Ben Say. And uh, Ben goes into the wall. He climbs up the wall. Frank's car's right front wheel comes off. His car's destroyed. Uh, well, not destroyed. They'll get it back together, but done, done for the night. Ben keeps going, comes back out. Uh, but that wreck, again, that was the turning point that I talked about that put Scrover in and Aaron Foy and some of these other guys. Uh, we had the choose zone, and Eric Kotwitz was running third or fourth, and he jumps up, out to the outside and ran over the cone again. I, I honestly believe if he had better, of, uh, better awareness of where the cone was, first time out, last thing on his mind probably is where's this two thing, even though he'd already been penalized once during the day. You, you think at that point you'd really, you'd back up your choice a little bit. But anyways, he, had, I, I honestly believe if he didn't run over the two zone, he wins the race. Dang. That car was pretty quick. He had yeah, it dialed in. That's a pizza, pizza man. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a pizza man 
factory car. Uh, okay, right out of the oven. Yeah, that's a fresh, fresh out of the oven, not been sliced up yet. So I mean, he he impressed me. <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, the choose thing. I'm sure he's pissed about it. I know how Eric is, but. Who do we need to talk to to get a fresh coat of paint on it? I'll go buy a can of paint. Um, let's just go get a, a rattle can and do it ourselves. Right. We'll just go go out well, there. You and do, do it. have authority yet to do things. So. We can. We we let you. You know what? Let's go get a rattle can. We'll, we'll, the Race with Ryan podcast will sponsor the the Choose Zone. We'll go get a rattle can and we'll spray it after practice on Friday. All right, that'll work. All right. So yeah. we'll at least be it'll at least be fresh. Yeah. Should we do orange? Should we do white? What do you think? What do you think would be the best visibility? White's gonna just gonna look like a start finish line. Yeah. Orange. You want something to differential from the white line. Should lines. we just keep it or- orange yeah. with a white outline? Possibly. I Maybe. Need, you could make it bigger. I mean, really. We try to make it bigger. Yeah. But if you make it bigger, it's more room for you to run it over. We'll just go longer that way. Longer. Like wider. All right. Well, yeah. we'll do it. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll get a fresh coat of paint on that bad boy. Um, I'll but find no, out I, I what think the good paint is. I think Eric might have won. We need like a day glow reflective paint yeah, almost. That would be good. Um, I'm a, Rick, you're listening. You need to search some paint. Yep. Let us know. Rick Rick knows all about paint. Um, but no, I think Eric, if he hadn't run over the choose zone, he probably wins the race, but he has to go to the back. He recovered for a top five, so he, he had a great debut, all things considered. Um, good to see some new cars out there. The race was fantastic. It had me on the edge of my seat. Uh, Jason Scroven apparently gets the win. As we talked about, DQ'd for tires. He had the wrong – he had the uh, the small track tires on there from the other he tracks. Had the, he had the scary 55 series. Yeah, which I, I talked about a little bit on, on Hot Lap. But They're an advantage. I mean, I, I'm like, are they? Yeah, yeah, they don't roll over as bad. Mm. But not as tall. He wouldn't have beat he wouldn't have beat uh Bromley or Frank if they would have been able to finish. I don't think he would have probably beat Aaron. He was probably hoping he was gonna finish fourth. Yeah. <laughs> but so. anyway. Um he gets his picture of Victory Lane nonetheless, and you know, they won the race. Uh, I'd like to see us get on a level playing field with all the other tracks so these guys can come over and just race. Um I think it's kind of silly. We put ourselves on an island, but we've talked about that before. Uh, that hands the win over to Chase Simons, who honestly, I, I know he gets the win in tech, but the kid ran great. That no, that he's car, got that car going, and I know that car is good. So yeah, and it's been a handful for him all year. He's yeah. he's had troubles with it mechanically. Um, he's spun out a bunch of times, but he's he, he they got the it fast. And um, yeah, that car is wound up good. It's got it a is. big motor for a stock car out there. It's a very good piece and. It's been around too. I think it's got a bunch of feature wins there, according to Rick. So hmm. that in Orlando's. I believe. Oh yeah, it's the old uh, Cheyenne Mathers car. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, it wasn't old. Uh, strictly stock from yeah. years and years ago. That's I mean, right. I guess you could say we're strictly stock. Yeah, it's class. the it's the the new version of the strictly stocks with the bomber mm-hmm. bees are. Yeah. Um, but no, Chase, who got his nickname, because in the heat race, he was the kind of mallet. a... mallet. Yep, calling the mallet. I love it. I mean, <laughs> I came up with that on the spot, I'm like, man, he's... He, and I mean this all due respect, getting into people, call his dad the hammer. He's the mallet. There it is. We got it. It's it's done. It's forever etched in the history of New Smyrna. Um, in, I guess you could call river. me spinny because... No, you're, you're still skinny because every time you hit the wall, you narrow that car up a little more. Um, you, you know, the uh, over at Thunder Road... Mm. Uh, Jamie Fisher's kid, Caden, who we've talked about uh, and we'll talk about at the end of the show. Um, Jamie Fisher was called the Hurricane. And I'm not sure where that nickname originated from, but they call his son, Caden, the Tropical Storm. So now we've got the Hammer, Jerry Simons, and the Mallet, Chase Simons. So I think that works. And Chase gets the win 
And uh, coming home in second, Aaron Foy. I mean, hell of a run for the G6. Man, he's beating me in this in the uh, rookie of yep. the year, man. He ain't no rookie. I'm a rookie. He even put rookie stripes on his car. Yeah, and he <laughs> hey, he filled out his form, and he hadn't raced in the class before. Oh, so You need to go back to your four-banger. <laughs> he runs it all. He runs it nah, all. He's good people. He helped me out. Uh, he was parked next to me and everything and uh, offered some tools and everything. So it's good to know that people are uh, out there doing No, it's good a things. good group. It really yeah. is. That that division has turned into a... a That's like where <coughs> the Bomber uh, A's kind of was that spot. Now it seems like the Bomber B's kind of migrating kinda, over a little yeah. bit, isn't it? I know there's some uh, Bomber A's that are coming over. I know that... Um, um, I've heard that Stephen Wright is supposed to be coming to a bomber B. So well, we'll see. I think what's going to happen is we're going to, we're going to get a few guys that hop over and we've already started to see it to the bomber B's, the bomber A's. There's going to be a new, and it might take a little while. It might take a few months or All a year the fast or so. Guys are going to get out of bomber A's. Probably they'll go the bomber place. B or they'll do something else or whatever. Or cry. And this new crop, because the cars are readily available. And people are going to find the cars. They're, we're going to get used to this rule. And I don't think it's going to go away. So we'll, we'll see more people start to fill the void. And it'll build back up. So it's 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 recycling is what it's doing. And these drivers are not going anywhere. So um, it, it'll, it, it's going to work itself out. So just give it some time. Uh, let's see. Ben Say comes home 30 rebounds from the crash there. Eric Kotwitz fourth. Mike Dom with a top five. Holy that crap. Was a, that was a – He did good. <laughs> did you see the wild moment at the end of the um, race between me, uh, Dom, and uh, – Yeah, you guys Eric. were going at it. Yeah, well, I, I think Dom was telling Eric to go low or go high, and Eric went low, <laughs> and then Dom shot up the track, and then Eric shot up the track, and I had to go around, and I was just going to ride the outside. I was yeah. going to – uh, Chastain try to Chastain them <laughs> and everything, but uh, it, that just it, that happened twice. It happened in turn one and then it happened in turn uh, three. And I was like, man, this sucks. And then I had to drag race down the thing to beat uh, the five zero. Yep. On the one restart. you and Chuck can't get away from yeah, each other. The one restart, I him and uh, uh, Jim were side by side and they split open and i just i did my best doug and uh dustin higdon uh moved to shoot the gap and uh chuck was like you want your paint back and you can just see all down the side of his car yeah. it's just me i was like well i mean i'm sorry man trading paint man yeah, man i was like i wanted to be like hey man i, I you ran me into the wall at least i just ran down the side of your Rogan's car racing yeah so no it's all good I don't have no rivalries out there. I mean, just having fun. Yeah, just having fun. Racing, I'm, racing. Who's next to you? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I proved it with Jim that I can drive uh, side by side with the best of them and not bump. Absolutely. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a great race. It's fun to see these names like Eric Kotwitz, Mike Dom, Jim Snyder, kind of fighting for positions up here in the top ten. Uh, to wrap up the top ten, yours truly, Kenny, was sixth. Chuck Brewer, seventh. Jim Snyder, eighth. Lucas Johnson ran out of gas. I don't know if you've seen the video, <laughs> yeah. but he's like behind the wheel. He's like, ah. He's like rocking back and forward, trying to get the car across the finish line. And I picked up on that at the very oh, end. Yeah, and I was like, awesome. come on, go, go. He, he came up to me afterwards. He goes, you, sir, are a great announcer for for doing that. That's what people like to hear. And I'm like, yeah. well, and he's a nice kid. That That's a, that's yeah, a great no, family. Yeah, no, they're uh, good. Very polite. They, they get heated when like, like I saw Lucas, I was going to – I was I had his rookie of the year form. I needed him to sign, and 
he had just pulled in from practice and he gets out, they lift the hood and he gets out of the car and he's not happy about something. I'm like, I'll come back. I'm not going to bug him about a signature right now. I'll come back. Then I came back. I circled around, came back and goes, Hey sir, I heard you. You need to talk to me. Just very polite. Uh, Great kid. But he rocked that car to a, uh, what was it? A ninth place finish. Then Tony Bromley got 10th. And then to kind of put a bow on the bomber bees here, we'll move to the super stocks next. Um, Frank button, I talked to him for quite a while on the phone. I saw Frank today. He's very disappointed. They've worked hard, uh, not only in his car, to get the other 23s out there, too. They put a lot of money and a lot of time and effort into those cars, and they can't get the other ones to run right. And they actually, after after Frank crashed out, they took his computer and put it in Daniel Bromley's car, or Daniel um, Snyder's car. I don't know if you saw it come back out for a lap or two, and then he pulled back in. They put Frank's computer in daniel snyder's car to see if that was the problem to see if it was something in the computer but it's not so they still got some gremlins with the other 23s so frank had a rough night and he said you know obviously he's racing hard with ben and uh, there was no contact um but he he believes that he hit whatever grease may have been thrown out on the racetrack and the combination of it being hot the tires being you know 15 16 laps into the race any fluid he may have hit found on the racetrack and the fact he's trying to race for the lead going all out he, he just pushed it and got into the wall no no contact with ben until after the fact and uh frank's just disappointed because he knows he knows he has a fast car and he's just he, he wants to win one on the track so I, I i told him the other day i'm like hey appreciate the effort bringing out three cars it was a great field of cars uh keep your head up go to work and and you'll be back out and you, you'll win one before the year's out so yeah he's been uh helping me out with uh transportation with yeah. the car and everything and he's uh gonna help me out with a little bit of information so hopefully i can get up there and get in the mix yeah he just he wants to see people out there yeah, he wants to help people he wants to have fun yep. and he's he's hard on himself oh bougie bougie, bougie motorsports bougie yep. motorsports as i as we call it in our group the boogie motorsports and he likes it because he's like i boogie and also good to see bromley with both cars bromley motorsports one of our proud sponsors here yeah uh, with both cars and Unfortunate night, both of them overheating and out of the race in the same lap. So that was yeah. a tough, tough ending to two fast cars there. Some dirt. That dirt's hurting them. It's all caked up in there. <laughs> uh, but no, those guys are just racing wherever they can to have fun too, and we appreciate them. So great, great race. No, they're all good people. Great, great way to uh, start out the show with the Bomber Bees. Let's talk about the Superstock race. Um, I know you were down on the infield. You saw the race from down there, I believe. What a hell of a race. I mean, that right there is a classic. That one should be replayed when, when we advertise super stocks, that should be the advertisement. Watch this race. I mean, you've got rookie, 15-year-old Blake Clouser, understand. He um, he battled with the, the 23 of George Spears, who's been racing for longer than, than Blake's been alive. And they raced door-to-door, toe-to-toe. Toe-to-toe. toe to toe And um, they touched a little bit here and there, but it was just hard racing. That's just racing. Nothing Rubin's malicious racing. with any of the contact. They were they didn't push each other out of the way. They just were fighting for the same real estate. And God, it was exciting. And they didn't wreck. No cautions. I mean, God, that was that right there was one of the best Superstock races in a long time. How do you see it? Uh, it was a good race. I mean, the race was good. There was uh, some uh, typical uh, people driving like they don't think anybody else is around them yeah, driving yeah then, i know what you're talking about and then i saw it yeah and then causes other people to get involved and stuff collateral damage yeah. yep yep <laughs> just racing racing and you get caught up in it but but it was good it was good to see that 
Blake and uh, George could race side by side. I mean, George George has that car hooked up. Yeah, I he mean, does. They, he came from a long ways yeah. back to, to chase down Blake, and then they had a battle for six, seven laps, and when George was clear, that was over. Yeah, so it, it just proves that George has uh, still got it in him and everything. Oh, yeah. just George's a great a driver. Yeah, and then uh, Blake Blake is a great driver. Absolutely. He's going to progress. If, I don't know how if, if he's going to stay super stock for a while. I know he's really wanting this championship, but if George keeps it up, it's going to be a tough one. I, I could see Blake running super stock for a year or two and then kind of moving up, maybe getting into a sportsman. He's, I mean, he's already into the sportsman. He, whatever Gould Motorsports have, has going on, I could see Blake running for Gould. Did they and, sell the truck? Um, I, yeah, they're not running the truck anymore. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if they sold it or if that was a rent-a-ride sort of deal, but they're not oh, running okay. that anymore. Um, I, I could see Blake sticking around with Gould for a while. Uh, he he and, and the, the Clashers and the Goulds are good friends, good people. Um, so Blake will probably be bouncing between the Superstock and Sportsman. I, as long as David Gould wants to keep going with it uh, for the next few years, and um, with Clouser's relationship with the Kaufmans, I could see Blake hopping into a fifty-eight car. Yeah. Because um, Rich has helped that program tremendously. So. Um, I've been talking to John Kaufman because he said George needs to drive a uh, late model, and I was like, "Well, let him drive one." Yeah. Give him the keys. Yeah. I mean, I remember back in the day when there'd be four or five Marines cars on the yeah. track at once. So, because I know George George drove a uh, super late model at, uh, at Dirt. Yeah, yeah, I was there for one of the nights that he yeah, did that. So. so he's he's capable of doing anything. So I would love absolutely. To see him in George there. is a jack of all trades. He just when, when I interviewed him a couple of months ago, you know, I was like, so what is it about the super stocks that that keeps you in this class? And he's like, it's what I can afford to run competitively in. And not just throw all my money away. Um, and I respect that. I think that's what we have in the Superstocks, a good mix. You know, you got Bobby Hawley, you've got the Spears, you've got Gould, that group of guys, that core veteran group of guys. And then you've got the, you know, you, Tyler Pernasty, Blake Clouser, Stephen Metz now, uh, some Paul of these other guys. Paul would ever come back. Well, if Paul does what he needs to do, he can come back. So know, you just need to do what you need to do, <laughs> yeah. Paul. It's that simple. He uh, he tried to register for this week, and I appreciate his tenacity, but uh, he's got to see the, the yes. I saw the poll, the anonymous poll. So, um, <laughs> Paul, do do your um, do your thing and come see us again. We yeah. you know it ain't a it ain't a we don't want you there thing. It's a you know NASCAR sanctioned thing. So. Um, yeah, hell, hell of a race. Go back and watch this one on Speedway Video. George Spears picking up the win over Blake Clouser. Bobby Holly was third. I saw that video. I, I, I remember the dust-up mid-race, but there's excitement going on, and it was just a knot of cars that came off the corner. It looked like Bobby came off of turn four and pushed up into, was it Johnson yeah. there? Yeah. And Johnson got on the binders yeah. to not hit yeah. the outside wall, and Justin just BF'd him yeah. coming off the corner. Yeah, Justin just it nailed Justin. Yeah, Justin's if you look at his helmet, all, it's like all torn up. Yeah, and everything, and then he hit him hard. Yeah, he's riding around, and it started warming up, so he pulled off. He knew something was up. So it's uh, radiators uh, messed up. The radiator brace is messed up, and probably gonna have to beat the bumper out. So. I guess it just he, gives him a reason to go out and drink some Bud Lights and, or well, Bush Lights and. and well, have the some thing is, is he's just getting to the point where he's just gonna turn this car into a beater and just start making it look like old Betsy did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, hey, the the one way to start doing that is to get torn up a little yeah. bit. So, so it's I don't know. He's he's itching itching to get going. So I think he he's 
got that car wound up good. It's just he gets marred up in the yeah, back he, of the pack. He originally had the pole, and yeah, that what was, was up with that. So okay, so the double feature now for the super stocks in in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. George has to start last in that race, no yeah. matter what, because yeah. he was the previous winner. So the scores didn't know that Rusty didn't communicate that this race would be a fresh set of downs, if you will. So the the previous winner of the back thing only counts for that race because that field was already locked in. So this one was wide open. The lineup was set with George going to the back. So when that was rectified, that put the invert one spot up and that made that pushed Justin out of the invert to sixth. And I told him that and he goes, it makes sense. I understand. And I'm like, I know it doesn't change what happened. And he goes, no, no, it doesn't. But he's like, at least it makes sense and y'all did what you were supposed to. So he was he got the short end of the stick on that deal, but when it was explained to him why, because his brother going to the back now will be for the next Superstock race and for that makeup race, mm. Justin goes, well, that makes sense. God damn it, that sucks for me, but that makes sense. So Speaking of makeup races, doesn't uh, the Bomber Bees have a postponed race? The last rain out was postponed, it said. Why didn't we get it? Well, it never was locked in. The, the heat's never never finished, so... Um, that modified race says postponed because the modified six pack is getting made up with the twins. So you there's our fireworks. We're trying to record in here. Um, so Bobby Holly third, Doug Samian first trip out this year was fourth, and I think Tyler Pernesti fifth. A little bit more now that he's got a, a working car. That's what he said. Yeah. Uh, then David Gould, Brandon Johnson, Steve Metz, and Justin Spears rounding out the field. Um, the Central Florida heating and air conditioning EMONs were in action. Big thank you to Ken Copley and. Uh, Jeff Way Motorsports for sponsoring the email. No, he's, you know, he brought that new car out and it hasn't been right. And I don't, I I think after crashing his primary car and being basically out in points, I think he hit the reset button. I think we'll see him next year. Mm, Um, Hopefully, hopefully we see him before the end of the year, but he, he did sponsor the EMOD portion of the season. So I want to get that out there. Um, Dylan LeBeau and Jeffrey White had a good clean race in this one. Uh, Good, good to see 10 EMODs freaking back on the track. We had 10 to 12 during Red Eye, and we've wrecked a bunch of them, and now we've got double digits again. So it's coming back. It's coming back. And this was a good race. Now, unfortunately, Hank Baker uh, won the heat race, then lost oil pressure, didn't start the feature, and Art Koonsman didn't start at all. So it was eight cars he, when he got the feature. Did he even practice? I don't even think he, <laughs> he just had his car there. just looked pretty. <laughs> just to get the – got a car in the pits. Yeah, so, um, one point. Whatever the case may be, he got his one point. Um, but Dylan LeBeau got the win in the 75 over Jeffrey White in the 41. Good race. I mean, this one was clean. Um, what was what was Dylan in the 16 for the So heat they race? put Dylan in the 16 for the heat because they are having problems with the 75. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get Dylan max points to keep his point lead. Uh-huh. So – when they switched him to the 75 after they got it fixed, he had to start in the back. And they had to, David came up and clarified Dylan was in the 16. We're trying to get max points. He'll be in the 75 for the feature. Okay, you got to start at the back. Okay, that's fine. But David even came up, talked to scoring. We got all that figured out because it confused me, um, confused Shelly. But sometimes, look, they're trying to win a championship. So, you know, points go to the driver, so we just got to make sure. we we Like, hey, just make sure you let us know prior. And we got that all ironed out. It's all good. And Dylan got the win. Jeffrey White, second. Jarrett Corpy, third. All those guys all those guys had problems in the heat and finished uh, top three in the feature. Mm. And Dale Howard, how about him? Uh, that car ran great. He, he led some laps and finished fourth. 
And it's, it's good to see. You know, he's missed half the season, but he's come on strong and, and doing well up from the Superstock class. And then Curtis Robinson was fifth, Jay Woldridge sixth, David LeBeau and Mark Blake rounding out the field. Did Jay Woldridge spin out? He did not. That's two oh, weekends in a row, man. two races in a row. He's starting a new streak, so good for Jay. That's yes. a, a much more positive streak yes. for Jay. <laughs> uh, so let's take a look down here. Mod Mini race ended up being 30 laps, which – I, that didn't, didn't, I didn't even know about that. I'm sitting there just, doo, doo, doo. it was like lap 16. I'm like, doo, doo, doo. and uh, Steve Bromley comes over and goes, man, it's 30 laps. I was like, what? <laughs> Ooh, let's go. And I had to get going. It was a great race, though. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, Sean Bass went to the front, did Sean Bass things. Um, but the battle for second between Tyler Simpson, who finally got on the damn racetrack, and John DeGeorge, that was a great battle. John ended up putting Tyler in the wall on the front stretch, so that got interesting. And then Tyler and Shane battling for third, I mean, sideways coming off turn four to the checkers. I mean, even though Sean Bass went out there and we all knew that, you know, Sean's the man. And I love what he said. I was chatting with him a little bit and I'm like, hey, take it easy on those boys. And he goes, I just hope they worked on their stuff and got faster. And I said, good point. And they're working. They're, they're, he's not just storming away by half a track anymore. So, um, my, my point here is obviously Sean Bass, Volpius Motorsports, they've done their homework. They are, they are the bullseye right now. They are the Pied Piper, the top of the line. Uh, yeah, they Bobby are the flaming young. Uh, they, you know, everybody's chasing them. And they will be probably all year, all next year. But um, good race for second, then a good race for third. And it was fun. There was something to watch. I think 30 laps was like the perfect amount for this race. It never felt boring. You knew who was going to win unless something major happened. 35. 35. No, I think 30 was perfect because that last, the battle for third in the last lap was fantastic. So it was perfect. It was perfect. Um, Sean Bass gets the win. John DeGeorge with a great second place run. He, I, I talked to him on pit road and he goes, man, these mod minis are so freaking expensive. And he was looking over at the bomber bees and he's like, I need to go build me one of those. And it's like, I was like, you can race more. And he goes, I know and spend less. So Bring look out, it. you might have John DeGeorge in your camp here. Bring it. Um, Shane Storrs, the pizza man, first time out in the 19, no practice, finished in third. And Tyler Simpson, fourth, David Russell, fifth. Ernie Winton, Aaron Jackson, Todd Latour, and Mark Brote rounding up the nine-car field. So not a bad turnout. Uh, we didn't really get any outsiders, but uh, they all say they're coming for the next one, so we'll see. They always say that. And we'll see. I'm holding out hope. And then we had the 602 mods, only... F- Let's see, only six of those, two of them broke. Um, you know... This division, they're, they're trying their best. I mean, Ron's car is on the shelf. Ricky Moxley wasn't there, so that's two cars down. Um, you know, Bud McIntyre is trying to get his car figured out. Tim Evans wasn't even able to get his car to the track. Kurt Hatton's car broke. They did their best with four cars, and they, they keep trying with this class, and, and they still put on a good show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like I, I could see the wheel spinning in your head like you had something like – you, you had some analysis to say there. but Yeah, and then it just – <laughs> away with the uh cars but i don't know it's just i like them they're cool they're they they're are cool great. they're they the couple that race they race it's just i don't know i guess we're spoiled by those four days of of speed real, weeks speed week I, I think the guys that are involved are all working their tails off to get it going and they race for free which doesn't it, it makes it harder to gain more people willing to spend the time paid. No, that's a that's a ground pounder s type class. That's no, a fun I'm class. Saying, I'm saying, we um, get paid. I don't. Oh well, I, don't know. I, I know at the end of the day, everybody's not out here trying to make it rich. But you know, when you get a 
you know, you're racing uh, any short track and you're trying to get rich racing at a you're short doing track, it wrong. you're doing the wrong business. Not even the owners make money. Right. It's just, you know, it's nice to have a little something to take home with you at the end of the day. Maybe, you know. I want a picture and a trophy. That's all I care. There you go. And and for some, that's it, man. That's yeah, all they want. That's all I care. And, and I, you know, I, I get it. Payout is, it's a thing. It's a reward. You know, people... It's nice. It's nice when you can have a nice payday. You have a good day at the racetrack. I'll say it here. I'll donate my first winnings. Okay. I'll donate some. to the podcast. Sure. Will. Sweet. I'm. I'm actually going to start uh, next big purchase I make will be a new laptop. So nice. starting to save up because um, this don't one. Talk uh, too, don't talk too loud. It might quit while we're recording. Listen, this one is like a 2010 MacBook, and I'm running a 2010 desktop with like. HP. You got an Acer? I got an 8. No, I don't have an Acer. I got an HP. HP? Yeah, but I got like a, uh, we're losing fans. I can just see the fan count going. Tick, 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 yeah. Tick, tick, well, tick, tick. L- listen, this old MacBook here. He's a Mac it's, boy. I got it used. Well, I, I run Logic, so got to have a Mac. It's good for music. Um, I did music? replace the hard drive on it about five years ago, and I, I keep having to, I keep clearing stuff out, and she keeps holding on, but I'd like to get a newer one just because. I went. I left my charger at the racetrack this weekend, and I'm like, well, I'll just run to the store and, and get one, and then I'll take it back after I go to the track this weekend. And nobody sells the one I need, and I couldn't get it on Amazon here fast enough because I'm not paying for Prime. So I decided to take uh, Peyton on a road trip today to the racetrack and do a photo shoot and get my uh, <laughs> get my damn charger back so we could do the show tonight. But uh, anyway. Yeah, I saw pictures of you at the track. Yeah. What are you doing at the track? Well, I went to the track to get my charger. The gate was open, and Peyton looked all cute in her 4th of July tutu. Who authorized this? uh, I did. So, (laughs) just because, you know, I want people to be like, what's he doing there? But no, uh, Holly met me at the track, and, well, actually, I met at Holly's house, and we rode over the track, got my my laptop. Another employee met her to do some stuff in the office. Peyton and I did a little photo shoot while she was looking all cute in her 4th of July stuff Mm. and made sure I got the the American flag grandstands in the background, (laughs) and uh, it was perfect. So You need to post that, uh, what is it, uh, Fox 35 Babies or something? Oh, yeah, they'd probably eat that up. Then I'll I'll hear from her mom and they'll get in trouble. So, anywho, (laughs) final thoughts on New Smyrna. I thought it was a great night. I mean, definitely some hectic moments uh, in the tower, especially during the Bomber V races when we had – Lineup snafus here and there, but I don't mind them coming down on the track. Just be a little bit more assertive. Assertive. Don't be so timid. The the problem the problem with trying to get the lineups, the scorers had one lineup and then somebody else had a different idea on what the lineup should be. So there was a little bit of you know one one, one thing hits. I do need to say is you gotta figure out how to get the audio from on Tom's thing of them griping and bitching in the tower. It it literally just picks up from my microphone. So sometimes you hear them in the background just cussing. They are going crazy, right? As hell, and I'm just laughing. I'm like, man. Yep. And then there was a new thing. It was going. Yes. Uh. Apparently, another wire is needing to be replaced. So we'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah. So, but and that, and we figured out. You know how you're always like, why is there music playing on yeah, the videos? Yeah, you talking about that. Yeah. And apparently, when I have it potted all the way down, it's still reading signal. Sometimes, so I've I've started to remember now to just stop. I yeah, pot it down yeah. and then stop the music, and I don't always because I'm used to because yeah. it doesn't go to the PA. Mm-hmm. 
when it's down, yeah. but it still picks up on the video sometimes. And it's Tom's like, I hope it will get copyrighted. So then I feel like I fucked up all his videos. So uh, thank, thank you to Speedway Video. Well, that, that guy, he you know, just has to edit. He has to edit uh, just a little bit of it here and there out. If he just mutes parts, of yeah, it. And, and, yeah, and he lets the that's that's some of the reason why it's taking longer to get the videos up. Because did, did you see uh, Frank? Yes, he's like dumb. <laughs> yeah, he's such a dork. Yeah, he sent me that the other night, yeah. and he was so proud of himself. Yeah, so. Frank's such a dork. He's, he's, you know what? Frank had a shitty day on the racetrack, yeah. but then he could still be Frank yeah, at the end of the night. Yeah, so he's still he's fun. I, I like being around him. He's a good person to have in a pit. He's always just sitting over his. his you know that it was sharing. it was a night full of like all the best people at the yeah. track, like. I know for us, like, it was solid car counts all the way through for what we deal with. Um, you know, I know we the don't get a lot of outsiders. Was good. The vibe up in the pits was hectic. Well, it, it, it's racing <laughs> in the middle of the summer. I mean, it don't take much it to tip somebody off up, anymore. It was very hot up on the hill. Yeah, it, it, it was hot out there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, tempers were going even up in the tower, like I said. But, honestly, I, at the end of the night, I went back up there. And I, I Jeremy and Shelly and, and, and Mr. Rome were up there and, I was like, hey guys, listen, we all pulled our shit together. And yeah, we've we've had some moments this year, but I'm like, good job, like just battling through all the all the adversity and getting the show in. We were done by ten o'clock. Yeah, so, no, I, yeah, we were done and I was happy with that. I was home by I think eleven. Really. I mean, I hung around, had a few drinks, talked well, to I, I, I talked to a before. couple of new people. Um, after the races this week, and it was, it was man. great. I like the flag. Flagman's doing he's great. Doing Jason's doing great. Yeah, um, he does a good job. And uh, I think that the tough part about this year, with those off weekends built in plus rainouts, consistency. There just hasn't been the week to week consistency because we got a lot of rainouts when normally we get a lot of weeks in in a row. So, and we've had some shuffling of positions. Um, scoring is new new rules it's just taken longer to get everything buttoned in and that's why i talk about these kind of things to be transparent to tell you guys not to be like oh my god we don't know what the fuck we're doing we all know what we're trying to do we all know what our goals are it's just been there's a lot of different things this year that have made it harder for everybody to gel and reach those same goals at the same time now we get there and some nights are a struggle we get there and we had some moments, but man, we pulled it all together and got that show in to where somebody came from out of town and was like, wow, that's a tight show you all run there. So <laughs> listen, I'm glad the illusion was there for them. And I'm Don't glad they look at the man behind the curtain. Sometimes it's best. Just enjoy what's in front of you. And we had great racing. I mean, fan, yeah. some of the best racing of the season. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I was pretty much solo and I left with a smile and had a good night and I was happy to get back out to racing and we're off for off the this week. weekend. Yep. yep. I'll be at quarter midget Saturday. They have a quarter midget event Saturday. Um, I might since, swing up by and say hi. Yep, since the, since we weren't racing and the point season is off, they decided to do a summer shootout series. So it'll be a different sort of vibe, but I'll be out there Saturday for quarter midgets. How many red flags? One, one for chain on the track. Um, oh yeah i was um, like what, what what do you got chains for but now i know <laughs> we are I, I think that covers new smyrna uh, i don't think we missed anything so no. if we did well go well, back we and listen to hot mic coming up that's about it yeah shark bite 100 uh real quick i have eight cars already registered for that we started seven last year so we've already beat last year and some um, big names coming um i i'm hearing that um uh the the war rackley cars are coming 
with two. I don't know who's driving, but that's two more. Um, we have, I think I sent you a picture here. Yeah. Um, you need it? Let me, let me pull it up here. So far, pre-registered for the Shark Bite 100 on the 15th. Stephen Reddit, Dalton Smith, Tim Sozio, Mike Miglier, Philip Bissett, Colby Clements, Jonathan Knee, driving for Skinner, Brad May. Those guys are confirmed so far. And heard from the the Rackley guys, or Holly did. They're, they're looking to bring two cars. And then just before I hit record on the show, Max Caius McDonald messaged me. Mm-hmm. And he's been with us for Speed Weeks. He has those 148, 149 cars. Oh, he brought a truck okay. this year. Oh, okay. um, he said they're looking to bring three cars for the shark bite okay. from texas that was yeah so, that was the one that had the couple mexican drivers yes. and their car got ripped in half yes yes okay, so I remember. That's max cool. is trying he's he's got a driver development program yeah and he's i did post working on that to, i so, did post something to them the yeah they, they were in a truck this weekend yeah i believe that's what you posted so yeah. with, with kenny uh uh oh hell what the hell got the uh, kenneth canales yeah. yeah yeah so max is looking to bring three cars so if that happens um eight and the two Rackley cars, that's 13. And then if and Mike Amato, yeah. um, who else are we missing? Maybe that Kenny Kreitz guy comes back, the guy that finished third a couple weeks ago. So that'd be uh, 15. A um, couple other guys that I mentioned to you that haven't signed in. Oh, TJ DeCare, a point leader, hasn't signed in yet. Um, the 77, um, Ruben Caceres, yeah, he yeah. hasn't signed in yet. So, I mean, there's easily, there's easily, we you know, 14, 15, 16 cars out there that that could be there. And then, hell, who knows? If it's a good weekend, there could be a ton of prolate models here for the Shark Bite. I think it'll be the best one yet. So with that said, stay tuned on the other side. We're going to take our first commercial break. We will talk all about Shane Van Gizzerberger with his... That's it. Uh, We'll talk all about his big win, SVG, with a huge upset in Chicago. We'll talk all about that on the other side. Hey everyone, we want to take a few moments here to thank some of our great sponsors here at the Racing with Ryan podcast, including our good friends over at Schultz Engineered Products and Schultz Racing Fuel Cells. If you're in the market for a new racing fuel cell for your vehicle, make sure you check out Schultz Fuel Cells. They're designed and manufactured in the United States to be safer, longer lasting, and they will outperform all other fuel cells that you can get your hands on. Also, they specialize in their fuel recovery systems. You can save on your fuel expenses, significant maintenance reductions, along with a safer working environment, better for the actual environment, the outside environment, and it'll eliminate your fuel disposal fees. Those are just some of the products that Schultz Engineer Products focuses on, and you can check them out on the web at schultzproducts.com. You give them a call at 732-922-4334 or... For email inquiries, you can reach out to them at info at schultzproducts.com. That's info at schultzproducts.com, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z, Schultz Engineered Products. We welcome them as one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Make sure you check out their website, schultzproducts.com, for everything that they offer. And hey, if you're racing and you want to stay safe, get one of their fuel cells installed on your race car. You will not regret it. We also thank SRQ Taxes in Sarasota, Florida. We know tax season has come and gone, but guess what? It's never too early to get a head start on next year or to start thinking about next year. And hey, if you have any issues with your taxes or you know, you're looking to get a hold of somebody that can help out your business, check out srqtaxes.com. Click on their services portal and you can see everything that they offer 
from accounting software selection, audits, compliance, bookkeeping, business consulting. Um, They do estate and trusts. They do financial analysis, statements, IRS representation in case you have any issues. They even have a notary public on hand for all of those documents that you might need notarized. And of course, tax preparation and planning. So make sure you check out srqtaxes.com located in Sarasota, Florida, or you can uh, get with Steve Darling at the Auburndale Speedway. He'll be happy to help you out. SRQ Taxes coming on board as another one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also thank 124 Welding and Fabrication. That's our good buddy, Ron D'Alessandro. Uh, had a great run in the 602 class a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we really appreciate him being on board, of course, uh, just like it says, welding and fabrication. That's what he specializes in. If you need anything welded up, get with Ron. If you uh, need something fabbed, get with Ron as well. He will help you out. You can also check out his Etsy store because he makes all kinds of great metalworking, uh, which make great decorations. We have the Racing with Ryan podcast logo and emblem here in the studio. Looking at it as we record right now, it makes a you know, it'll complement any room, anything you're looking for. He can do custom stuff, but you can also check him out on Etsy. If you look, go to Etsy.com and search 124 Welding and Fab. It'll come right up. You can check out the great products he has available, or you can reach out, contact him for anything specific. Again, that's 124 Welding and Fab. Check them out on Etsy. We also have a, a couple of supporters that we would like to thank. Of course, um, we have our anchor sponsors, and then we have those that just support the show. And we got to thank Ken Copley. Of course, he is our EMOD sponsor, but we want to thank him for his support here as well. And Doug Samian from Do All Lawn and Tree. Um, that's his company, but he just uh, he appreciates the show and appreciates what we do. So we appreciate him. So thank you to all of our great anchor sponsors and our supporters here with the Racing with Ryan podcast. Now we'll let you get back to the show. What? Who? Who is it? Oh, my goodness. So, if you couldn't tell, we're going to be talking about the NASCAR. Van, Van Vick, Van Van Berg. That everybody's earbuds, my bad. This show's off the damn rails. Uh, we are going to talk about the NASCAR race at the Chicago Street Course. First of all, Kenny, I know you watched some, most of the race. Yeah. What did you think... Now that now that the race has been complete and all the the hubla about what people think is is gone, what did you actually think of what we saw on the racetrack? Interesting. There were some moments where I was up on the couch and like uh, interested in the race, but I don't know. There were some moments where it seemed like there was some discombobulation, but I like the fact that uh, one offer came and. Pretty much whooped the field. That was something. I mean, but I don't know if he would have. I don't know if they would have. Do you think if they would have went a hundred laps? Because it. I think the the change in the spoiler alert, uh, the change in the uh, lap uh, count might have gave him that advantage. I don't. Here's know. what I'll say about that. When the field flipped, because when when Haley and all those guys went to the front, when NASCAR announced the change in laps because of darkness, Shane. Van Gisberger was one of the ones that pitted. I think I nailed it. Uh, he was one of the ones that pitted. So he was back there with Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson, and he drove all the way through everybody. So I honestly think now, with 24, 25, whatever more laps to go, anything can happen. Mechanical problems, tire failures, 
contact, uh, missing another the corner, pit stop. another pit stop. I mean, there's a chance that maybe he doesn't hang on did to win the, the race. Pit, did, did, was it just me, or was it? Did the pit crews look awkward as hell? They looked like they didn't know what they were doing on the pits. I, I, I think they were still trying to get water out of their pits. Yeah, well, they would every time they'd run out, and, like they would be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what do we do? We're on the wrong side of the car." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's got to throw you off your your yeah your momentum. They definitely a bit. weren't. 10, 13 second pit stops. I'd say at least we were probably getting some 18. Well, now we're at like eight, nine second pit stops. Yeah, so so we probably, like we 10, were, 11 seconds. Nah, there were some You, slow you felt like they were longer than that? Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 if I could find the data on that, I need to talk to Denny Hamlin. I need to call him up tonight and uh, get me some data. I need to listen to his show this week. Um, so it's a couple right. of takeaways from the race, and then we'll, we'll talk about what actually happened. Um, obviously, Mother Nature did not do any favors. Uh, the city of Chicago's uh, weather policy did not do NASCAR any favors. Going back to Saturday, practice was really fun. Qualifying was really fun. The track was challenging. That track was cool. I the like the layout. Dog. It's the, the puppy dog was fast. Uh, it was tight. Um, there was sharp corners. Uh, there was high speed sections. I like going around that little section around the fountain and then there was some uh nemesis corners what six six and, yeah yeah and 11 i think wherever noah know. gregson kept yeah. finding the wall i like turn the six bacon, man he was baconating that wall Ooh, man that bacon was cooked <laughs> man did did you did i don't know about you but every time i saw that i wanted to go get some wendy's so the advertising was working yeah every time i saw that i did not want wendy's i love wendy's i don't that's my favorite to me advertising works in diverse when i see something shoved in my face i don't want it so that depends Depends um, on me. That's like if you go to a grocery store. Here's our little tangent side story. But uh, you go not a grocery store, but go to a store, and a person comes up. Can I help you? Can I help you? Like, what you got? Me leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, end caps. End caps are what get me. When I like, I saw an end cap. I went into Publix to get some uh, some spicy chicken wings, some tater wings. chips, and uh, some uh, some food for Peyton. And I saw an end cap that had two for one Kona six packs, and I'm like, get in my cart. Kona is amazing. <laughs> um, Anyways, but back to Chicago. So Saturday, great. I mean, watching practice and everything, I'm like, wow, this is actually, you know, all the political BS aside, this is going to be an interesting event. And I'm looking forward to seeing the races. And then I, I come home from the track and I start watching the Xfinity race. And, you know, I'm fast forwarding through all the, the downtime because it's, you know, two in the morning. I want to watch the race and go to bed. Um, and they stopped the race for the weather, the lightning or whatever, and never restart it. And they're like, okay, it'll be at 10 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I didn't listen to all the policy, all the this and that. And then they try to start the race at 10 o'clock the next morning, and it's pouring ass rain. I mean, it is a deluge. And so that was the whole – I seen all the talk about it on Facebook. I wasn't following it, so that was the whole issue. Yeah, so there was lightning in the area, and Chicago's park's policy is – if there's lightning, 90-minute hold. Ooh. Not 30 minutes, 90 minutes. So they cleared, they cleared everybody out. And then by the time that they could have let everybody back in, there was no time to run the race. And they canceled all the concerts. So the big thing about— a lot of people got mad that the concerts got canceled. Yeah, a lot of people bought tickets just to go to the concerts. And they, they got no concerts. So— Chain smokers, Miranda off. Lambert, whatever the hell else. <laughs> I heard somebody say the chain smokers. I was like, I was here to see the chain smokers. I thought they were just talking about, I guess, thought, all the potheads. No, nah, I was thinking Chicago has a bunch of uh, like <laughs> smoking people. Oh. People just smoke a lot of cigarettes. It was actually the smoke from Canada. Yeah. But, um, but no, the Xfinity race never got restarted, and they called it official two laps before halfway, and still in the middle of stage two, which is 
against typical policy. Tip, the policy is you got to get halfway or through the end of stage two for the race to be official. So this race was not official, and they made it official Did because NASCAR little... NASCAR's got that little yeah. thing that we have in our rule book. We can do whatever the fuck we want when we feel like we fucking need to do it. And excuse my language, I'm just you know putting an emphasis on it. Um, but that's what they did, and I was upset about it. And my whole point is, I get it. We're trying something different, but this is why we need to be on actual permanent racetracks. Because when there are unprecedented circumstances, we need to be able to finish the event. Because the people running fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, whoever's pitted, whoever's done, they all think we've got more time because the race isn't official yet. And then when you just call it, it screws everything up. It's like changing the race distance halfway through the race. It screws everything up. So there was definitely some procedural things. As much as I would like the race course, like if that layout was just an actual racetrack, that'd be badass. I'd love to watch races there. But if we do this whole city course thing, if we go to different cities every couple of years and do this, I, I hope it's once a year. Because uh, that just opens up too many more opportunities for Pandora's box and for NASCAR's hand to come down and dictate the outcome of more races. So that is what I don't like, and that is what I was worried about. Something that NASCAR had no control of, because I guess for them to stay Monday and race more would have cost them millions more dollars. So I think... Um, I, I think the money could be invested in other ways to get people interested in the sport that would actually have better long-term effects. Because I think now you got a lot of sour fans with the rain, with their concerts being rained out that probably aren't going to come back. So the hype won't be as big if they do this next year. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think I think the I know the uh, European and Australian fans. I know they really watch this race because of the Vansberg burger. Perfectly, yeah. They watched because of him, and then Denny was like, he shifted with the other hand. He's like. Yeah, because he's driving. He drove right. He's right. used to driving on the other side yeah, of the car. That's right. Everything. That's right. So, I I give it credit. The race overall was good for to me. A lot better than I expected. I thought it was yeah, going to be a absolutely. disaster. And it was actually good racing with his slick. The start. The start was funny. Just watching everybody in the rain. Yeah, yeah. it's like Woo, old Denny. He just sent it off. And uh, the the focus and Denny. They, I don't know who was talking. Might have been Jeb Burton. Van Viver. He was like. <laughs> uh, he uh, talked about, he's like, he ain't blinking. And then they come back to Denny, and Denny's like, he's like, oh, there's his blinking and everything. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know. NBC. They, they NBC's like coverage was pretty good, they're like other than comedy. Jeff Burton's stroke. Yeah. <laughs> no, Fox is the comedy. Yeah. NBC is more like straight and narrow, but. Um, Where are we going next? Atlanta. Is that this weekend? Yeah, it's weekend? the Sunday. Um, I want to ask you another thing, and then we'll kind of go over the race results. Mm. Um so procedurally on Sunday, when we got the race started, they initially went single file on the restarts because of the wet conditions. That I was up, I was disappointed in, but I understood because we're trying not to like destroy all the cars in the first couple laps. Single file starts is for p words. Yeah. yeah. So like I understood it, but as the race dried out, I don't understand why we didn't go back. Double file restarts are how we restart. I get it. NASCAR can change what they want when, when they want. They've proved that many, many times. But why did they never go to double-file restarts? I, I get know. it because it was getting dark and we don't want to wreck a bunch of stuff. But we were having caution after caution after caution anyways. Let these guys 
fucking race, man. I hate this. Let's change the procedures because it might wad up something. They no, follow up the rules. Yeah, they wadded up anyways. That was a right. good little wad up. Yeah, they had that uh, the track blocker. Yeah, and then I, it started. And then they off gave everybody with, their damn spot back. Yeah, they didn't even uh, score that one right. Well, I think that. I think they just everybody stopped, so they just picked it up where they fell in line because they mm. called everybody as stopped. Um, I can see where that would cause issues, but it is what it is. I mean. Honestly, I, I think this race, as much as I hate it because it takes away from the integrity of the sport, was kind of like it was called differently than any other race we'll have all season. So I think this is a, a, a unique situation, and we can get back to the more traditional stuff, which I'm looking forward to because I'm a traditionalist. I, um, I'm a super speedway. Yeah, which is so far from tradition. But it should be good. I mean, Atlanta's kind of like middle-of-the-road super speedway track. Like It was seen pretty good last year. No, it was good last year. The, I, I rewatched the highlights from earlier this year when they did it uh, in the spring. Oh, yeah, they did run those here, too. And, and yeah. that was a fine race. I mean, there wasn't really, like, a huge— Who won it? Uh, Logano. Logano beat Keselowski in the last lap. So It's a Ford track. It could be. It could be. I mean, it's a super speedway type thing. So whoever gets the right run at the right time is going to win the race. And it's going to be a night race, so that should be fun. That should help with the grip on the racetrack. That should help keep them packed on together a little bit. Sunday night, yeah. This is the last one. Then we go back to daytime. So you, you, you early bird sleepers can. Yes, I don't get to watch this one. Well, if you just stay up, drink some coffee, you'll be fine. Drink coffee. I'm a night owl, so I like it. I can. um, I like this because I can put the baby to bed and I can sit down and watch the race. Um, She loves to watch the races, but when the races start at like two, three o'clock, she'll be all into like the first half of it. And then she'll get cranky, and I'm like, well, I'm not putting you to for a nap, so I got to, like, you know, I got to deal with her yelling at me for the second half of the race, which is fine. But, um, no, I, li- I like these these later nighttime starts. I don't like the 3 o'clock starts. Either be at 1 o'clock or 7 o'clock. But you like the uh, early bird for net and uh, Hell, yeah, I like the early bird Smyrna. for New Smyrna because we can run a whole program and be done at 10 o'clock. But you want them to race late at NASCAR. Hmm. Well, yes. I, I Honestly, I like ending my day watching the NASCAR race. I like to, okay, I'm going to crack open some beer. I got some food cooked, and now I can melt into the couch. So um, going back to Chicago, what do you think of this Shane Van Gisbergen guy? Uh, Shane Van Big Bird, Big Big Bird, Big Bird. <laughs> Shane uh, Van Big Bird, he did yes, great. He uh, proved that he could drive, and... Uh, Whooped everybody's butt. Hopefully he comes back. I know he, he says he's got one more year in Australia. Or Australia, I can't leave. I, I hope he comes to run the All-Star Race next year. Yeah. Because he's entered now. He's in. He's eligible. What do you think about mixing up the uh, one less person in the uh, championship? <clears throat> that, no, it doesn't affect the championship. It just doesn't count for a win in the championship. Uh, okay. So we still have 11 winners because he's not playoff eligible so that oh. when it's just like when the cup guys win in xfinity and it doesn't count towards the championship um, so this so doesn't he affect can't go to the championship nope because he hasn't run all the races and he doesn't have a well that's a crock well he wasn't playoff it's nascar eligible. he's not playoff eligible so <sighs> if haley would have won that would have really screwed the playoff like not screwed it up but made it harder to get in yeah, i don't think haley, um, yeah, i don't think haley i think he was gonna fall off yeah, I, I it was fun watching Austin Dillon and, and uh, Justin Haley run up front, and then Austin Dillon just comes off the corner and 
yeah. wax the wall yeah. and just backed into the pits. All right, Bubba and his bonsai movie. Yeah, Bubba was no good here. Bubba, Bubba was never going to be good here. He was bueno. He did you see his little tweet? I was bueno. No. Yeah, there was bueno. Yeah, no he, bueno. Yeah, he was. He's no bueno at these type tracks. There was a <laughs> point in the race when I was uh, talking to my buddies from the hot mic on our group chat. Um, they went to commercial, and somebody goes, y'all better watch the 91 car. He's coming. They come back from commercial, and there he is in fourth, and, I mean, he's right there in the picture with Haley and Bush and Austin Dillon, and I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, that was at the moment I realized this guy on fresh tires, he's going to come up here and win this race. And sure enough, he got up there, battled with Haley. That was a fun battle he and Haley had for a, a lap or a couple of corners there. Van Gisbergen took the lead, and Haley took it back. Then Vizbergen <laughs> he came back and, and took the lead, and then the caution came out with two laps to go, and he held off for the green-white checkered. It was a fun race. It, it was fun. It was exciting. We had some new players up there, new names. What do you think of the uh, durability of these cars? I think it's cool. Wall, like, I mean, tires you got guys and, going ahead on into tire barriers at 100 mile an hour, and then they just unbury the car and keep going. I mean, Kyle Busch came back to finish fifth or fourth or whatever was it was. Was it Noah that kept hitting them and then kept doing burnouts and smoking out the whole yeah, track? Yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, trying oh, to cook the got- bacon. Yeah. He's trying to cook the bacon. <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Busch, he wasn't actually smoking the car. That was just the the three cheese sponsorship, <laughs> the weed sponsorship there, the edibles. Um, oh, but no, I man, the, be this sponsored by them. I hated that the rain got in the way, shortened the race. Really, I felt like every time there was a caution, it's like, oh my god, we're not going to get to race anymore. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. There was that. Um, there, there was that just that sense of anxiety about the race not getting all the way in. Um, that kind of took a little bit away from me. The single file restarts I didn't like. The course was great, and the race was actually ten times better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was the best road course race of the year. So, honestly, if they come back to it, I hope they start it early. I hope there's no weather issues, and I hope they just get to race. I thought Reddit was going to run away with it in the beginning. What Reddick? Reddick. Reddick. Yeah. yeah what I say? Reddit. Stephen Reddit. He's racing there. Huh. I was like, damn. Yeah, no. Uh, I thought he was going to run away with it, and then I went outside for a minute, and I came back. <laughs> it was like a whole different line. I was yep. like, there you go. Oh, well, he's gone. Yeah. No, so. it, it, it was a good time. I, I actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, But no. Shane Van Gisbergen is the winner. First ever start. Gets the win. Doesn't affect the playoffs. It just it takes five playoff points away from somebody, and it takes an opportunity to play it. Yeah, there it is. Jeff Burton can't say Van Gisbergen. <laughs> Uh, but he gets the win. Pretty cool. Uh, again, I hope he comes back to run the All-Star Race next year. That'd be fun. Who, Van, B- Van Bidberg? <laughs> that guy. Justin Haley was second. Chase Elliott third after destroying his car on Who? Saturday. Chase Elliott. Who's that? Exactly. <laughs> Irrelevant. Um, but, no, he did good. Kyle Larson was fourth. Kyle Busch fifth. Austin Sindrick, a good run in sixth. Michael McDowell seventh. Joey Logano and Ty Gibbs. And then Chris Buescher rounding out the top ten. Ty Gibbs actually is now the final driver in the playoffs. He uh, has knocked Suarez and uh, Bowman out. Uh, okay. So Ty Gibbs is now in. Real quick, let's take a look at the playoffs. Bubba uh, Bubba's still in, so your your best friend, he's still in there. So playoff standings right now, the cars or the drivers that are locked in, Martin Truex, William Byron, Ross Chastain, Chris Bell, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, 
Tyler Reddick, and Ricky Stenhouse. The drivers in on points in order are Kevin Harvick, Chris Buescher, Brad Kozlowski, and then Bubba Wallace and Ty Gibbs hanging on to the final couple of points positions. So it's going to get Bubba tight. sends it off into the corner at uh, Atlanta, and he gets knocked he out. He was the first car out at Atlanta in the spring. So There we go. Come on, Bubba. So Keep you're, it root- consistent. you're rooting for Bubba to get knocked out. Who would you like to see in and with Bubba out? Bowman, Almondinger, McDowell. They're all McDowell. right up in there. McDowell, that'd be yeah. cool. That'd be cool. I, I think seeing McDowell in the playoffs on points would be cool. But I think we, we've talked about last couple of shows. we got some wild card races coming up. I mean, Atlanta could be anybody. Um, it could be an opportunity oh, for somebody outside of the Daytona. points. It does. It does. And nobody's out of it until you're out of Daytona, which I love. I absolutely love that, uh, which is why I don't think Daytona should go back to July 4th weekend. So um, I'd rather see July 4th weekend on the Chicago Oval. But again, if they come back to the road course, I'll be fine with it because we saw a good race. So um, playoffs tightening up Atlanta this Sunday night. Uh, kind of a wild card. Again, if if somebody outside of the playoffs wins, they lock themselves in. That gives us now 12 different playoff eligible winners, and it'll be 13 overall because Van Gisbergen counts as 12. We have Van, 12 different winners. Van, Van Gisbergen? We <laughs> He makes 12. It's been an interesting, but I don't know. It's been a weird year, but it's been interesting, and I look forward to seeing how it all develops. Seems like they're getting a hold of the car a little bit better. They are, and that was and to be we're expected. they're starting to cheat now. They're cheating a little bit. They're getting yeah. more grip out of the car, which makes it easier to drive, which makes for less accidents. The tires have tire? gotten better. Did we lose any tires Saturday, Sunday? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, so everybody did good with tires. They didn't have to pit much because the, the race was kind of wonky. Um, the wet tires did well. They say the wet tires, all they are is just tires with blocks on them. <laughs> they said they don't. They it's don't like dirt do, tires, pretty much. They don't do nothing. They don't swoosh the water away or whatever. No, it does. It swoosh the water better way than a, a slick. But yeah. So, I, don't know. I don't know. It was but, fun. I, I, I would love to see this race happen again on the same layout. Don't change a thing. Just get Just pray for better weather and let them rip. Then we gotta get some Kimi Raikkonen's and stuff in uh, there now. Maybe, maybe, know, maybe uh, this Van Gisbergen coming out and winning the race might actually help attract some other outsiders and get Project Ninety One. Well, I know back the, on the track. Uh, Denny's got the uh, that Asian dude that's gonna race the oh yeah, he's yeah racing yeah. the next road what race. Is it, Watkins Glen, I think. Uh, Indy. Yep. Indy. Yeah, okay. Yep. Cool. He's no, that'll be good. He was he was shadowing them. Was the that the race. the car that uh, Pastrana ran in five hundred four or something like that? Or sixty seven. Sixty seven. Yeah, maybe? yeah. I don't well, know. That's good. I mean, it ended up being a good weekend. Weather sucked. The race procedures. Kinda I didn't sucked, think they were going to race because all the the tires floating away. I an hour I heard before. they were fifteen minutes away from canceling the whole thing. So, I, I'll take what we got and. Uh, I'm upset about Xfinity not going to halfway. I would have rather them have just been like, okay, we're going to roll the pace laps and then pull them back in and be like, well, we got to halfway. The race is over and just left it at that. Then call the race short, but I don't know. Um, I'm still 50-50 on the street course thing. I don't want a plethora of them. I'd rather go to actual permanent race facilities so that when we have weather, we can still be there to race um, because we're not – Holding up the streets of a downtown metropolis area in the park system 
Um, we need to. Uh, I, I'm gonna draw up a new road course for New Smyrna. Okay. I, I look. We're I drew that with a couple of Miller lights in my system. We're, so gonna, I did get, we're using 415 and 44. Um, we're actually. Well, the the thing is, the race is going to happen, but it's going to be on foot for charity for Heart to Heart. So we should do it on bikes. I ain't running that goddamn far. Well, that's the thing. The the farther you make it, the less you pay. <laughs> so anyway, can I go my scooter? No. You'll, you'll crash, and it's a liability. Um, I, I had one last point to make, and now I can't remember it. But, again, um, NASCAR season's heating up. We have 12 different winners, 11 of those counting towards the playoffs. Um, always keeping track of the winners, keeping track of who's in the playoffs and who's out. We'll see if Ty Gibbs can hang on. We'll see if somebody can punch their ticket here this weekend at Atlanta. I'll be watching Sunday evening. Pretty excited for it. Xfinity in action this weekend as well. I think trucks are in mid-Ohio, so road yeah. course racing for the trucks. Um, so it'll be a full... There's all kinds of controversy in the trucks with Tony and Haley, I see. Tony and Haley? Haley Deegan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> She's probably... She either needs to get out of she needs to NASCAR go, and she needs or go to, go to Xfinity. Xfinity. Or I run think a she, season or two of Xfinity. If she doesn't make it there, then she's done. Yeah. I and think. we'll give her that yeah. benefit of the doubt and call it good. Did you degrade it? Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Kenny. Yes, I did. I, I Man, thank you. Hmm. Uh, yes, I did grade the race, so we'll grade that real quick, take our last commercial break, then we'll go around the state and more to wrap up the program. So let me find that. Oh, I do have updated power rankings, too, as well. We'll kick things off with that here in a minute. Um, so the grade for the Chicago street course, the racing, I gave it a six. Um, I, I think the wet weather helped with the racing a little bit, cars all over the place and this and that, uh, excitement, a seven, um, Van Gisbergen was pretty exciting. Uh, Haley almost stealing his way into the playoffs was pretty Haley exciting. Vegan? Um, the finish, I give it a six. It just, the single file restart made it a, a runaway. Uh, lead changes, it scores a five. It had seven lead changes on the road score, road course scale. That is a five. Enjoyment, an eight. I gave it an eight. Um, I, I think the um, the enjoyment could have been a ten if it wasn't for uh, the procedural stuff that I talked about. And the cutting the race short. Cutting the race short yeah. and the single file restarts. And then uh, overall, it scores a 6.4. I was expecting like a four, two three, seven, or a three. Two, four. 6.4000001. And overall, the season average is at a 6.72. Seven two, seven, seven two. Not too bad. So that's where we are at. Seven two, not too bad. We will take our final commercial break and be back with the third and final segment on the other side. Come back and join us. I'm going to take a quick moment here and thank some of our great sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast, including American Auto Tires in Service, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. You can give them a call at 386-428-1941. Of course, that is EJ's company. And if you need anything done, tires, service, you name it, they have you covered. So make sure you stop into American Auto. Or, of course, you can always get with EJ if you're at New Smyrna. Uh, he, you can find him pretty easily in the tire room or driving the pace car. They have all kinds of great deals. Um, look, I'm in the market for some tires. I'm going to be stopping in there in the next couple of months and getting my tires down there because I wouldn't trust anybody else because I know EJ is going to take care of us. They offer everything from free visual AC checks, tires, maintenance, repairs, any kind of service you need. They even have wheels. So American Auto Tires and Service, your one-stop shop in the New Smyrna area for anything that you need done. So make sure you check them out again. 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna, New Smyrna Beach, 
428-1941. Stop in and see your friends at American Auto. We also thank DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board as a sponsor. Uh, of course, that is the two Manellos. So let's just say you get into a little bit of a fender bender and you don't want to go through your insurance because you know they're probably going to hike up your rates and you're going to pay for a deductible and you're still going to have to pay for all this stuff. Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body because they will go ahead and handle that for you. If you got a scuffed up fender, if you got some dents in a bumper, if you got a door that needs replaced, DeBerry Paint and Body will take care of all of that. Um, they are open until about 6 o'clock each day, and you can get in touch with them by giving them a call at 386-320-0267, and they are located at 400 Chairman Court, Suite 200 in DeBerry, Florida, 32713. And again, their hours are typically 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the weekdays and 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays because, you know, they got to get out to the racetrack and whatnot. So uh, if you need any body work done, paint, body, whatever you need, make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body. We also thank our good buddy, Mr. Andy Morrison with Never Give Up. Andy's always at the New Smyrna Speedway supporting our racers and even supporting the little ones over at the Little New Smyrna Speedway for the quarter midget racing. You can typically find Andy Friday and Saturday at the New Smyrna Speedway. He has some great items for sale, and sometimes he gives those items away. He's got all kinds of great things for his um, for his company, Never Give Up. He's got plaques, he's got hats, he's got stickers. I know a lot of the Bomber guys run the Never Give Up sticker on their car. And, and really, I think everybody could could use that message these days. Never give up, keep doing you, and keep supporting what you love, just like Andy does. And we appreciate his support here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also thank Hank Baker for coming on board as a supporter here with the show. Um, he'll be on for the next uh, next handful of episodes, and we really appreciate him. Really great guy. Uh, we miss him in the pit area this year, but uh, if you see Hank, talk with him. He's, he's got some uh, some great racing knowledge, and it's always a pleasure to be around. We also thank Bromley Motorsports for coming on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, you can primarily find the Bromleys running at New Smyrna Speedway. They have a couple of Bomber Bs, the six machines out there for Bromley Motorsports, and they have some pro trucks that they run occasionally as well. Sometimes you can find them out at the dirt tracks having a little bit of fun as well. But we appreciate Bromley Motorsports for coming on board to support the show. So make sure you check them out next time you're at the New Smyrna Speedway. We also thank Jeff White Racing for coming back on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, Jeff White Racing can be found bouncing between the Auburndale Speedway and the New Smyrna Speedway. Jeffrey White, driver of the 41 E-Mod slash A-Mod, has been one of the dominant forces so if you're looking to get on board with a good racing team, make sure you check out Jeff White Racing and check them out at the Bull Ring at Auburdale and the big track over at the new Smyrna Speedway. We thank them for coming back on board and supporting the show. We appreciate everybody's support. And again, if you'd like to come on board as an anchor sponsor, um, you can do that. If you'd like to just be a supporter like our friends Hank and, and Ken, Doug, Fast Cracker Racing, Andy, you name it. Uh, you can do that too. We charge just $5 an episode. The amount of episodes is up to you. You can do a year. You can do 10 episodes. You can do one. It all helps, and we appreciate it greatly. Thank you guys for your support, and we'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show as we are in the middle of firework hell here. Feels like we're in the middle of war. It's yeah. like the final See, broadcast. See, I, I went with the can more patriotic me? thing. You went to war, so... Um, <laughs> We're going to start off third and final segment with our updated power rankings from this past weekend. 
Um, have some movers here in the Florida Power movers Rankings. I will start there. Moving down to the 12th position is Blake Clouser in his super stock. Oh, you moved him? I moved him down. Oh, man. I moved him down one because I moved oh. this driver up. Do in, you understand? I understand. Um, I moved this driver up into the top 12 for the first time this year. Dylan LeBeau Uh-oh. moves up to 11th place with his EMOD win. Dylan LeBeau in that 75 car. Move, ain't it? No, it's not. They are not a paid partner of the Racing with Ryan podcast. They do their own podcast, by the way, which you should check I know, out. I've seen that. I watched yeah. it. It's pretty good. They're good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's great. Um, Dylan LeBeau, man, he's got his own fan club and stuff. He's yeah, all he's good. That. He don't need yeah. my power rankings to, <laughs> but he I I feel like um, he deserves to be mentioned here because he's in that seventy five car now. That's that's a poignant uh, uh, toxic combination there for the rest of the field. Um, George Spears has moved into the rankings for the Uh-oh. first time. George into the George, top ten. Old man George. Super stock win. We got to keep our eye on that 23 car. That thing is bad now. Michael Goddard has moved down to the ninth position. Brad May has moved to eighth. Sean Bass up three spots to seventh with the win. I told you he's going to move back up. I mean, come on. I give it to him. He's the he's unbeatable. But he, he it's is. Just, I I just want to see some more. I guess he just they, he had he didn't race for a while, so he moved yeah. down. He raced. He won. He moved back up a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. He's still in the list, though. So I'll give him that. That's right. Uh, TJ Decay remains in sixth. I'd like to see him at the Shark Bite. Brandon Morris still fifth. Daniel Webster fourth. Tim Sozio third. George Gorham second, and Cody Stickler first. So not a lot of movement at the top, but some new players. Coming into the bottom. Any objections with any of that? No, nah, I'm happy no. with that. All right. And then looking at the NASCAR power rankings, I have a new number one. I bet you can't guess who it is. Want to take a number guess? Number one would be the um, William Byron. No, no, I don't know who you got. It's not William Byron. So I'll start, or, I'll start at the bottom here. Ty Gibbs has moved into the rankings Uh-oh. for the first time. Now that he's in the playoffs, he's 15th. Brad Kozlowski moving back into the top 14. Um, I think Brad's going to be good at Atlanta. So that's why I have him in the power rankings. Mm-hmm. I think we got to watch him. Um, out are Ricky Stenhouse and A.J. Elmendinger. Okay. Bubba Wallace moves down from 12th to 13th. Yes. So he's uh, he's almost out, Kenny. He's on the he's on the unlucky 13, so yeah. that's going to send Bubba back uh, out of... Uh, out, out of the top 15? Yeah, it's right. gone. You're gone, Bubba. Tyler Reddick is up 1 to 12th. Kevin Harvick down 4 to 11th. Ross Chastain remains 10th. Watermelon. Chris Busher, another top 10 run at the road course, moves him up to ninth with Atlanta coming up. I think he'll be good there. Uh, Ryan Blaney drops two spots down to eighth. Joey Logano picks up two spots to seventh. Christopher Bell up two spots to sixth. Martin Truex with his all over the place, crashing out every two laps, he drops down to fifth. William Byron remains in fourth, so your guess was close. Denny Hamlin is now third. Kyle Larson moves up to second, and Kyle Busch oh, is number one. Wow. Because – I bet you that hurt. It did, but he stuffed it in the tire barrier and can't – like, I mean, stuffed it hard into the tire barriers when they had maximum water in them, by the way, and came up for a top-five finish. He won at Talladega in this, you know, drafting-style package. So I think he'll be He's one to watch Atlanta. Atlanta. I think he? he'll be good. So He's good at Atlanta, isn't he? I mean, everybody's good at Atlanta now. If you can stay in the draft, you're good at Atlanta. Isn't Hendricks good at Atlanta? Hendricks, Chevrolet, yeah, all of it. So that's my updated power rankings. Let's take a quick look at what happened around the state, and then we'll look at our fantasy, and then we'll get the hell out of here. 
So looking now at the Showtime Speedway, they ran just yesterday, Monday night. Um, uh, kind looked, of, did you see the crowd? The crowd was crowd was great. Yeah. Fit what they call it, like figure eight madness or yeah, something like that. Something and they had like twin sprint car features. Yeah. There was like 12 or 13. There's a good 14. field of sprint cars. Yeah, yeah. I've seen pictures. It was of very that, solid. Uh, your uh, uh, hot mic was. Uh, oh, Steve was down there. Yeah. yeah yep. So I seen some of that. So that's good to know. So going over the results from that, I heard there was some controversy. Um, I'm just gonna read the results. I'm gonna read the results that are posted. Ronnie Abney is, according to their website on my race pass, the winner of the Figure Eight race. But I heard he was not the winner. I heard Yoho won. Showtime! I heard, I heard that uh, Ronnie Abney actually crossed the line first, but then Yoho said he was a lap down, so Yoho won. I don't know. We'll straighten that out on the hot mic tomorrow. Uh, but it says Ronnie Abney, Shane Grigsby, Robert Yoho, the top three, Cody Williams, LJ Grimm, the top five for the Outlaw Figure Eight feature. So Yoho is third and he won? That's that's what I was told. So Showtime! We'll see. Um, Ford Figure Eight. Okay, so there was... out. Oh, that was the Outlaw Figure Eight feature. Okay. And then they had Ford Figure Eight feature, which had uh, 14, 15 cars in it. And Sean Moore won that one over Shane Grigsby. Ron Ledwell... Roy Healy and Suck Mike Whitlick. didn't go. He was going to go, and then at the, oh, last he didn't minute, go? at the last minute, he decided that he's going to focus on the championship at Citrus. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, they ran fi- they ran heat races for the figure eights. Ryan Walters won one, wow. and Sean Moore won the other. That seems like a waste of time. Let's non-wing sprints, that's the, the Outlaw Southern Sprint Car Shootout Series. Oh, they ran non-wings over there? That's cool. Yeah, non-wings. I'd like to see that. Uh, Scotty Edema. One race number one. First win in a so long this is time a for Scotty. Sprint, sprint car spectacular. Yeah, sprint car figure eight spectacular. Uh, Bruce Brantley was second. Colton Bettis third. Some new names at the top three Imagine there for sprint the sprint. Car figure eight. No, that'd be bad. That'd be Sport awesome. Allen was fourth. LJ Grimm was fifth in oh, a field. That's a fifth. Yeah, the field. Let's see, a field of 14. They did the Bone Man was in the field. Rex was in the field. That's cool. They did two features. Yeah, and then they ran a second feature. Stephen Hollinger won oh, that so one. So it was just non-wings, period. Oh, yes. I thought they ran winged and non That'd be cool if they did one winged, one non. Yeah. But no, it's both non-wing. Oh, okay. And uh, Stephen Hollinger won race number uh, two. Dylan Reynolds was second. And Joe Ligori was third. Jay Grimm didn't have a good non-winged sprint spectacular Monday, did he? No, no, he was fine. Fifth and sixth. Yeah, but he's only a first and second. Yeah, but he's not... Normally a sprint He's car tired guy. from uh, racing this sportsman. That's it. Uh, Dude Teat was fourth. Daniel Miller, fifth. Good to see a bunch of sprint cars out there. That's a good turnout for them. The buses. And then they had the school bus figure eight race where uh, Chris Sparks was the winner over Kyle Courtney and Dalton uh, Zabo. Robert Yoho, DNS, couldn't even get his own bus to go. Would and you drive a bus? A short one. Yeah. I, I, you know what? That is something I would feel comfortable driving because I I feel like if you screw up driving a bus, people love it. I feel like if I got in a car and screwed up, I would feel so bad. But if I screwed up in a bus, I just wouldn't care because the fans would love it. So, yeah, I'd drive a bus. Why don't you go do an enduro race? I just don't have... I don't have the people close to me to help me do it. Um, if we did it at New Smyrna, I wouldn't want to miss. I, I I have FOMO when it comes to watching races, mm-hmm. and I feel like I would miss out. Like being in the field would make me miss out. 
Well, this is the thing. You do the race, race as long as you can, then you get done, you get up and come up and watch the race. Yeah, but if I'm winning the thing, then if I miss the whole the thing. If I win it, I miss the whole thing. You really think you're going to win? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, come on. Shane. Zach Curtis and William Hyron will be out there spanking my ass every two laps. I will say that all these open practices that we're going to have on Sunday, Frank keeps telling me, come out and I'll let you drive my car. And I would, I mean, I'm not going to go take somebody's car and go balls to the wall, but I go drive it. Because the, the one time I did it a couple of years ago when I drove Keith's car, I, I loved it. So yeah, it's fun. It's a blast. So. so that's what happened at Showtime. Showtime! Thunder Road was in action this past Thursday. They were going to be in action Sunday as well with their holiday spectacular. Uh, but that was rained out. So we'll recap Thursday's event, which honestly, really clean night. Just a couple of dust-ups here and there, so we'll go over the results real quick. Jason Pelkey won the 75-lap Tiger race over Sam Karen and Michael McCaskill. The number three car that we were making fun of a couple weeks ago finished third, so he got it, he got his stuff together. Uh, Brandon Gray, Joel Hodgson, the top five there. Uh, field of 27 cars. The late model 50 went to Caden Fisher, picked up his first career win, the young 15-year-old kid. Yeah, I did see you talking about that story, the yellow car. Yep, yep. the yellow and red car looked just like his dad's did back in the day. Um, and I said back in the day, his dad drove in like 2002, 2004, or something like that, and so stopped racing in like 06, 08. So um, really wasn't that long ago, but old enough to have his kid out there running now. He beat Brandon Lanfear and Kyle Pembroke. Nick Sweet came up to fourth, and Chip Grenier rounding out the top five. I love the handicap system. It just it mixes things up. The governor, where'd the governor finish? Because he was leading for a while, and then he got all he got sent for a ride. He finished nineteenth. So Phil Scott just it's been tough. Let's see, they had twenty late models by the way for a Thursday night fifty lapper. The RK Miles Street Stock twenty five went to Christopher Davis, who held off a hard charging Jeff Martin and Dean Switzer. Mark Martin, <laughs> that's the one. Taylor Hoare was fourth, and fifth went to Casey Collins in car number five. In a field of Florida guy, uh, 31, Jeff uh, Esker, mm. he let Mike Martin drive his oh, car. Oh, Mike Martin. Yep. Um, Thunder Road allows you one substitute driver. So as long as you say, hey, um, driver X is substituting for me, that driver can race for points for you that night. So Can we do that? I, I think that's a good idea. But, like, it has to be that car. So, like, I couldn't just be like, oh, um, so so-and-so is going to drive this different car tonight. Mm. And get points for me. No, it has to be your car. You have to register your car and say, this guy is driving my car for me tonight for points. We need to get once. that rule. Justin, once a, you ready? Once a year. Justin, you ready? Let's uh, work on it. And then they had the Road Warriors too, a 19-car, 20-lap feature, which went to Ryan, Sainer, Ryan Sayers over Tyler Wheatley and Brody Frazier. So a good night at Thunder Road. Not a wiener finish. Uh, wiener, 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 Hennequin. Uh, where'd the wiener finish? <laughs> Willie the Wiener, where are you? Willie, 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 where he is? Willie. Thir- uh, 29th. Oh, man. So, bad night for Wiener. He got, it, the Wiener got whacked. <laughs> wiener was soft tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were whacking the Wiener, apparently. So. This is so going to be marked, flagged, R-rated podcast now. Yeah, thankfully, yeah, they don't... Uh, I don't think they go that far. They, they don't have time Rick to check out. Rick just told me uh, Deltona's going off. Uh, well, <laughs> Castleberry's going off, too. If You yeah, can't, you might oh. even be able to hear that in the background. But. Yeah. 
I'm surprised Peyton's still asleep, but she was tired. She, yeah. she, her schedule's been off since Saturday, so she's she's trying to catch back up. But she sleeps good. She's yeah. once she's down. I she's feel down. bad because it seems like the only time she ever sees me is uh, whenever I'm coming over to do the podcast. I know, and she you, immediately goes because she knows she's gonna have to go. You to show bed. up and she's like, "No, I have to go to bed now." <laughs> like the well, last time when I came over, we were going to the races. It was what like two o'clock, three o'clock, and she's like. We're like, no, we're going to the races. Like, no, <laughs> she's you don't like have to go take a nap, but we get in the car and she takes a nap. So. Yeah. Um, no, I, I try to wear her down a little bit before you get here so that she will go to sleep so we can do the show. Um, I could tell about 6.30 she started to hit a wall because we were listening to music. Mm-hmm. I was doing some dishes and um, she was starting to get kind of fussy. But, like, she was still playing, but she was also fussy. So, like, the minute I stopped looking at her, she'd get fussy. So, I'm like, oh, when I put her to bed, she's going to bed. And she did. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's what happened at Thunder Road. None of the other tracks. Citrus was not in action. So um, last thing I had to do, let's check the fantasy standings from this past weekend at the Chicago Road Course. Mr. Bob Say, I saw a message from him that I didn't realize was sent. Um, He said the fantasy standings are tightening up. So we will take a look here. I have not looked at the standings. I kind of like to keep it um, kind of a surprise. Let's get into the app that, of course, is running slowly. As always, is the best best audio here. So, <laughs> for Chicago, how did we fare at the Chicago Street Course? I know my my team was very janky because Martin Truex did not help me out. Um, no, come on, where's my league league standings? Come on, we need a Jamie. We need a what? You got to talk in the microphone. We need a Jamie. A Jamie? What, is, yeah, yeah. what does that mean? Um, what you want to call it? Um, Joe Rogan. He has his Jamie. His oh, somebody that does it for Yeah. Well, well, well. Back to the top this weekend, Mr. Stephen Collins, the pit penguin. Um, he's getting ready to head out of town and move out of town, but he goes to the top of the board. He's come do a show with us. I think we might get him in next week, actually. Right. It's funny you say that. Uh, Richie Petty Jr., second place, just three points behind the Pit Penguin this weekend. King Penguin was third. Okay, I okay. I had a good, I had a good week. I was fourth. Of course, I tied to frickin' John and Big Tempin. Me, John Gross, and Timmy Walters were all tied for fourth. Staffordshire Motorsports seventh, Steve Darling eighth, eight ball racing ninth, and Bob's Ford's tenth. So Bob say having a rough night, but not as bad as Buzz Calkins. He got zero points. He forgot to set his team, I guess. Or is, he, he hasn't touched his team in long enough to where his thing has run out. So, Oh, by the way, I'm going to commission our sponsor, 124 Welding and Fab, to produce a championship, a Racing with Ryan championship uh, trophy or metalwork like he's done for the, the podcast for the winner of the Racing with Ryan championship, uh, which right now, ooh, yes, this is looking good. Uh, John Gross still leading the way. I missed him. I've been missing him at the races. He this says year. August. I guess he's coming back. To Good. August. Yeah. Good. I know he car problems and then human problems and, but he's kicking our asses in the fantasy league here. He's got the lead with three thousand three hundred fifty five. I've moved up to second with three thousand two hundred thirty two points. Uh, Bob Say moves to third with three thousand two seventy seven. Uh, Bob Say's uh, son in law is Staffordshire Motorsports. By the way, he did okay. fill me in there. Um, he's like, yeah, he's a good dude. That's why I let he let him marry my daughter. So uh, he is just three points behind Bob in fourth and then Richie Petty Jr. rounding out the top Who's five. Uh, another one that uh, 
moved over from Bob's League. Um, Steve okay. Darling from SRQ Taxes, he's sixth. Big Tempo Motorsports, that's Timmy Walters, mm-hmm. he's seventh. Pit Penguin back up, he's uh, eighth. Hunter Young is ninth in eight ball racing, which is Ripley. Um, he's rounding out the top ten. So, I don't know, the league is, is tightening up as Kenny is dying. Um, man, you good? Yep. All right. Good. We didn't lose a member of the program live on the uh, the program. So that's where we are with the the fantasy stuff. Let's let's go ahead and pick five drivers for Atlanta that I think you need to have on your starting lineup. Uh, Kenny is going to give you Bubba Wallace, Bubba Wallace, Bubba Wallace, Bubba Wallace, and Bubba Kyle Wallace. Kyle Busch. He's not. That guy's not racing. Kyle Busch. Shane Gisbergler. Van Zwiebel. Kyle Busch. Shane Van Hamburglar is not racing this weekend. I want the ham. I want the hamburger back. Remember the hamburger? Yeah, the hell with grimace. Yeah, <laughs> grimace and his purple eyes drink. So I think uh, drivers that you need to have in your fantasy lineup this weekend for sure. Kyle the Bush. six of Kislowski, um, the seventeen of Busher, twenty-two of Logano. I think you got to have those three guys. <laughs> and then thinking of plate races, I like Ryan Blaney this week. So that's four Fords. So I guess I got better pick a different manufacturer. Denny might be up in there. Yeah, I, you know what? I think you got to go with Larson this week. Yeah, he Larson never is. has luck, but he's always fast. So I think Kyle Larson breaks through and has a good run at the plate track this week Byron or the drafting too. track. Um, wild card, I think Kenny already said it, Kyle Bush. He keeps saying Kyle Bush. Y- you were sly last week with Ty Gibbs. And Ty ran, he got a top 10. He ran decent and got himself into the playoffs. So we'll put Kyle Bush in as our wild card this yeah. week. So we'll go six. Keselowski, 17 Busher, 22 Logano, 12 Blaney, um, 5 Larson as our five solid picks for the Atlanta race. And then wild card, Kyle Busch. But I, I feel like you can kind of, if you're running low on some of these guys, if you've got a limit with how many times you can pick them, you can kind of go outside the box. Maybe think Michael McDowell. Uh, maybe think, I don't know, just a random, random. I mean, Austin Hill's racing this weekend. Maybe you take a chance on him because you haven't used him this year. So, I don't know. It should be interesting. We'll see who can survive. We'll see how things go. And, um, yeah, I, 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 think it, I think it'll be fun. Um, uh, somebody sent me something interesting. We'll read about that later. But, anywho, um, no new smarter this weekend. Quarter Midgets racing Saturday on the little track. That starts at 6 o'clock. So, that means I will be there. I will not have a chance unless that rains out and other things don't. It doesn't look like the podcast will be anywhere unless Kenny goes somewhere. Um, so, of course, next week we'll talk about what happens around the state. We'll keep up with things. We'll talk about any of the big news. We'll get ready for the Shark Bite 100, which is prepping up to be a pretty big race. And we will talk everything from Atlanta with NASCAR in mid-Ohio as well and whatever else we tangent on as usual. Um, any final thoughts before we let everybody go? Uh, happy 4th of July. If you hear the war going on in the Absolutely. background. I wish I could uh, isolate that. Bring yeah, it a little louder. A little, little faded in. Listen, everybody's going to know how dedicated we are to the podcast because we are here on Independence Day recording for you folks. Yeah, I don't <laughs> drink, so it's not. this is just another day for me because I had to work, and I got to work in the morning and just happy. Is it happy or is yes, it Yes, it's happy. Happy Merry, 4th of July. Merry 4th of July. And uh, glad to live in this this country where we can be free to drink beer, shoot fireworks, Suck and record podcasts when we choose to do so, and watch race cars and race race cars. And you had a thirteen um, 
colony lead on us. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, but no, it's, it's it's a great day. Hope you guys enjoyed your 4th of July. And thank you all for listening. Thank you to all of our sponsors as well. Awesome night at New Smyrna. Can't w- wait to get back, back for the shark bite in two weeks. They got the sportsman that night, bomber A's, and the ground pounders. That's a, that's a good solid night of racing. So yep. can't wait for that. Yep, it'll be good. And, uh, of course, we'll cover that in a couple of weeks as well. And, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, with some kind of show. Maybe we'll get Steven in here before he uh, heads out of town. And we can maybe get Van Vickberg at Van Vickberg. I'll, I'll reach out to Van Vickberg's people, and I'll uh, see if Jeff Burton can get on, too. Yes. And uh, with that said, thank you guys once again for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. We had a lot of fun doing it, and we will talk to you all in a couple of weeks. Take care. Bye. A couple, not, not a couple of weeks, a couple of days. Van Vickberg. Bye. Bye.